1: I'm about to do to you what Lip Biscuit did to music in the late 90s.
0: Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me
1: Shirley. Here goes the last DJ? Yes. I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, June 18th. I have the wrong date listed on my little card (laughs) there. Judy, we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in this crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, The Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning?
1: Ah, it's Friday, man. Sick of these overnights, but uh, it's just week one. Ah! <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's great, man. It's good to be here on a Friday. i uh, looking forward to the weekend, even though I only have one day off during the weekend. I have Sunday. That's it. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you
0: yeah Yeah. you you take a vacation day, travel to Nebraska, and they have you make it up on the uh, other end, right?
1: No, it's just you don't get weekends off. You have Monday off from work, and then Sunday. So that's my weekend.
0: Yeah, Yeah. fair enough. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host Tony. I don't know if you're like me, driving through a parking lot, seeing a car that is poorly parked or even worse parked across lines do you get a fit of internal rage in you that fires up uh, when you see that
1: <clears throat> no I just think what an idiot you know learn how to park jackass that's about the extent of my anger with it like but it's amazing how bad like people park though and yeah. they are just awful so <laughs> fit of rage no but uh, you're a moron yes.
0: And it's one thing if it's a big open parking lot that really nobody's in, sure not. Yeah, take take as much space as you want. But if it is a super busy crowded parking lot and somebody pulls in and, you know, they're well over the line not allowing somebody to park next to them, oh, that just fires me up. Yeah. It grinds your gears. It grinds my gears. There all go. that goes to say that mud spreaders got their revenge on a badly parked van. Coating mud it
1: spreaders? In,
0: <laughs> coating it in slurry. The van was left across a farmyard entrance while the driver went for a pint. It blocked a 20-ton tanker, and the spreaders contacted the local boozer in a bid to track him down. But when he failed to show, they emptied their load all over it. The farmer who did not want to be named said, we have had a lot of uh, problems with parking. On this occasion, it was pretty obstructive. The entry is only about 10 feet wide and the slurry tankers couldn't turn in. Apparently, the lads doing the spreading contacted the pub and warned them, but the van owner later claimed it didn't recognize his own registration number when they called it out. However, it all ended amicably with the farmer in Wigston-likes, obviously this is uh, the UK, adding, He didn't realize he was blocking the entrance to the field. He came back to find his van covered. He admitted he was totally in the wrong. They hosed his van down and everyone had a laugh. Then they went back to the pub and he put money behind the bar and bought the lads a drink. So it turned out well, but uh, I will post this on our Facebook page that uh, this van is covered. Thank God that uh, it wasn't a maneuver company because, you know, it would be of uh, back to the future for sure.
1: Yeah. Manure! High oh, hey, manure! How's it always manure?
0: Yeah, but it goes to show that, you know, if, if you're parking, just be mindful. And, you know, if you get out of your car and realize, you know, I kind of did a shitty job parking. Take 30 seconds, get back in your car, repark, make everybody happy. You'll avoid things like this. You'll avoid door dings, and you'll avoid nasty notes as well.
1: Nasty. <laughs>
0: Well, folks, you know what? It is Friday. And, uh, you know, to round out the week, we've got another wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's yeah. Friday, Friday, gotta
1: get down on Friday. Everybody looking
0: forward to the weekend, weekend. We're looking forward to the weekend, but not before we bring you guys good news, everyone. Oh, good news! No. Called Say What Music Lyrics Edition. And we round out the day with this day in history. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back.
1: Behold my process. Ooh, let you me know, do something right here, huh it's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! With of exclusive loot, fun surprises no to door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, Daddy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! Through the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! To The Loot Crate loot box us with what today, huh? Rouses! With crates starting as large as 11 per month, Those are box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer! That's f-e-n-i-x media dot u-s forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig it?
0: Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Friday, June 18th. Now, uh, we've got a little thing we talk about each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24 hour day 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you cut it a coated a car in uh, manure or you took out your rage on somebody who parked badly we want to hear about it give us a call at 855 phoenix radio that's 855 N I X R D O or 855-336-4973 all we ask is that you keep it entertaining we'll compile those together put them out in a future show
1: you've got mail
0: (laughs) Now, it is Friday, and as we like to do on Fridays, you know, there's so much bad news out there, hate, vitriol, divisiveness. We like to turn the tables a little bit with the segment I like to call Good News, Everyone. So I'll go ahead and kick things off with this story. When a woman marries, she's generally showered with gifts. But one big-hearted bride recently decided it was better to give than to receive. In fact, she gave the biggest gift of all, the gift of life. Just two days after she'd taken her vows, Debbie Neal Strickland of Florida swapped her wedding dress for a hospital gown in order to donate a desperately needed kidney. The lucky recipient, her brand new husband's former wife. Debbie and Jim Strickland have been a devoted couple for a decade. Throughout their courtship, Jim maintained a cordial relationship with his ex, M- Milian. Wow. Malayan Mirth, boy, that's a hard one to say, raising their two kids amicably. And while Debbie and Malayan weren't particularly close, they got along fine. And that's likely how the relationship would have remained until fate dictated otherwise. Malayan, who'd long suffered from kidney disease, took a turn for the worse at just about the same time she'd learned her daughter was pregnant with her first grandchild. Her kidneys were functioning at just 8% of normal capacity. Without a transplant, her odds of survival decreased every day. The hunt for a donor match was on. Malian's brother wasn't a viable candidate, but miraculously, Debbie was. For Debbie, the thought of a child growing up not knowing its grandmother, of a daughter dealing with grief when she should be concentrating on the joys of a new motherhood, wasn't something she was willing to let happen if she could do anything to stop it. Having lost a brother to cystic fibrosis while waiting for a lung transplant, she knew time was of the essence. With a green light on the tissue sample and blood tests, Debbie willingly scheduled the life-saving surgery for just 48 hours after her nuptials. It was the most amazing day of my life until two days later. That was also the most amazing day of my life, Debbie told Fox News. Since the successful procedure, Malayan and Debbie have bonded and now refer to one another as kidney sisters. Malayan is watching her new grandson Jackson grow up from the home she currently shares with her daughter and son-in-law. Even as Debbie and Jim's family of six foster children and grandchildren has expanded to include Malayan and her brood in its loving experience. And all thanks to a gesture from the heart. This is what the world is about. Family. We need to stick together, Malayan told Fox. She saved my life. Very sweet story of uh, people, uh, you know, giving back to one another. Um, I will post this on our Facebook page. Oddly enough, uh, the new wife and the old wife look Almost like identical sisters, which is kind of creepy. But
1: uh, regardless, that is my good news, everyone. That is a good news. And you know, it's funny as sometimes people's exes, sometimes they look similar. Like when they date someone new, they look very similar to kind of their ex a bit. It's weird. This it doesn't funny. always happen, but they've got to. You He's know, have been told. Sure. Yeah, there's a type for sure. That that's what I was looking for. Good <laughs> good word. So on this one we're going to stay here in Colorado and and the persons from Fort Collins and they made okay. national news that's so cool it's Yeah, we're friends. Um a Colorado woman spent 23 days picking up 126 bags of trash across the country. Having over a month off from her job at a campus recreation center, 24-year-old Stephanie Sham Rowix, Sham uh, That's a tough name. So we're going to say Shamrow, Shamrow decided to take a trip to help clean up the environment. She's driven over 70 hours through Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania and New York, cleaning up everything from pee filled bottles to lawn ornaments about 80%. 80% is drinking bottles. I'm sorry. About 80% is drinking bottles and face masks have been pretty common. Said the Fort Collins local. I found a few fast food toys and a tire with a pair of cowboy boots in it. <clears throat> Stephanie said her aim isn't to shame, but rather to encourage people to do what they can. When I post it's never, this is disgusting or, Oh, we are awful. It's, Hey, I'm cleaning up the city and keeping a positive light on it. I'm not going to be able to pick up everything, but if everyone starts picking up some on walks or runs, that's where the magic is. Collecting anywhere from one to 16 bags at a time, Stephanie's been discouraged when she felt she wasn't doing enough. There was a place that had an ocean of trash, and I pushed out four bags, but then I broke down because I realized how much there was And it felt like four bags didn't do anything. But she remembers to just do what she can, especially since she surpassed her goal. My monumental day was bag 100 in Ohio on day 16. I dedicated that to my parents because they raised me to be this independent person and have been very supportive on this trip. People donate $10 a bag for Stephanie to clean up in their name, which she uses for lodging and gas. The person's name is written on how many bags they've donated towards, and Stephanie posted a picture on her Instagram when they are filled, thanking them for helping clean up the city that she's in. People online and in person have responded positive, positively to the project. I've had people send me pictures of bags of trash they picked up, Stephanie said. I was walking on a beach in Florida, and I started doing a bag. Then these two ladies saw me and nonchalantly started helping me fill the bag. When her job resumed June 1st, Stephanie is now back home, but says she has so many good things to say about her unique U.S. road trip. There's litter everywhere. So I'm just happy to be able to make a little bit of an impact everywhere I go. I've been to 23 national parks in the U.S., so me cleaning up this litter is huge. Thank you. And filled with all joy and good times national parks and nature in general has brought to my life. So You know, really awesome that she just went across, started picking up trash and posting it on Instagram. I mean, if you're going to go on a little road trip, I guess that's a really cool way to do it. And there really is unfortunately a lot of litter and a lot of trash. And, uh, you know, even with her just doing that, I mean, that's amazing. Over a hundred bags of trash. Like, that's still not even a dent of uh, if you look at bigger metro cities, a lot of garbage, man. A lot of garbage
0: and i've been amazed over the last year how many parking lots i've walked through where there's just face masks strewn about everywhere and people just don't care they just pull them off no. they fall they don't bother picking them up throwing them away you know just <clears throat> take a little bit of time to to pick up after yourself you know yeah. when when the world goes to shit and uh, there aren't street sweepers and garbage men you know this uh, it's going to pile up really quick
1: Oh, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. People are lazy. I mean, at work, you got people that just ditch diapers and whatever in baskets. It's like just throw it away in the trash. Jeez. Right. Take an extra Not hard. seconds. Not some hard. Days. Not hard. <laughs> well For some I guess it is hard, but
0: Yeah. Well, this lady's doing a great job and uh certainly makes sense why that's your Good news, everyone.
1: And from Fort Collins. Oh. Yeah, exactly.
0: A little local connection there. And we've got enough time for one more, so I'll go ahead and give you guys this story. A pregnant mom is being hailed a hero after saving four kids from drowning. 27-year-old Alyssa DeWitt decided to take her kids to First Street Beach Pier at Lake Michigan on Tuesday afternoon. I almost didn't. I sat in the van for about five minutes thinking the wind was really strong, and I didn't really know if it was a good idea, said the stay-at-home mom from Manistee, Michigan. On the beach, she noticed a group of girls, all under 15, going into the water and became concerned for their safety. I happened to look up and saw one of the girls waving her arms towards me and immediately knew something was wrong, she said. I got up, pulled my kids out of the water, and ran out onto the pier. She called 911, but she says, I didn't know if they could hear me, and I didn't have time to wait to find out. No one else was on the beach. She was the only one who could help. Alyssa laid on her stomach, despite being five months pregnant, and began trying to pull the girls over the rocky and slippery pier. Every time I'd get one of them halfway up, a big wave would come smashing into us and knock them back down or almost pull me over, she said. My turning point was when one of the little girls looked up at me and said, I'm going to die. That was it for me. And I was like, I'm not going to let you die. I'm going to get you out of this water, I promise. She managed to pull all three girls out of the water and over the pier before the group set back towards the shore to rescue a fourth girl who had managed to get closer to shore, but she couldn't stand because her leg was injured. I honestly do not know how I did it. It was pure adrenaline at that point, Alyssa said. Right after I got everybody onto the beach, the ambulance and police cars came flying into the parking lot. Alyssa sustained a swollen wrist, but she and the baby were both fine when she went to the hospital to get checked out. She said another hero of the day is her six-year-old daughter who managed to keep her two-year-old brother safe during the ordeal. Between me screaming into the phone that I needed help and me screaming to the kids what I needed them to do to get them out, I was also turning around and screaming to my son not to come because it wasn't safe, she said. He was very scared and repeatedly tried to run to me on the pier. My daughter, wouldn't, uh, my daughter would pick him up and take him back to the sand And she was so calm. I'm extremely proud of her. She did a great job. This superhero mom did extremely well, too. You know, it's nice to see that people put their own safety and well-being aside in cases like this where, you know, for the most part, you know, she could do something. You know, she didn't jump out into the water. She didn't put herself at risk to, you know, essentially try to save these girls more so than leaning over, picking him up doing what she can. And the fact that she was pregnant the whole time. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. You super know, mom so. for sure. <laughs> super mom. She's a super friend.
0: <laughs> but needless to say that, uh, you know, that is uh, capping off a trio of good news, everyone. Well, folks, uh, we are finished with this segment. When we come back, we've got a segment called Say What? Uh, music Lyric Edition. Say
1: what? I got a feeling I- that's the sound bite.
0: I have a feeling too. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash media radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you want to enjoy us from the comfort of your own home or on the go, download the NGBN.tv application on your smart TV or your mobile device. Seek out the Phoenix Media Channel, and then you can watch this great show and other great Phoenix Media shows as well. If you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio of Course with an R, on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81. Or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now in this... Exactly. Now in this segment uh, that I've titled, say music lyric edition, uh, actually came from an idea that you sent uh, me Tony the other day about music lyrics that uh, you didn't quite realize what they were until you gave them a second. Listen, Uh, do you want to share with folks what your uh, example was?
1: Yeah. Like uh, when I was uh, with my friends over the weekend and we were having pina coladas and we listened to the pina colada song from that's about yeah that song's about cheating that's literally they take an ad out in the newspaper he's tired of he's burned out on his marriage and he wants to have an adventure so he puts out an ad saying do you like pina coladas and of course the lyrics the way it breaks down and then the girl that uh there's a girl that put an ad out that said the same thing, but at the end it turns out it's the husband and the wife and they end up meeting. So less than 24 hours after I'm bored with this marriage, they, they put out this ad in the newspaper and then they meet up and it turns out they both like pina coladas and they both love to make love in the rain, but they're cheaters. <laughs> like they're, they're sick of each other, but yet they yeah. found each other. It's not very redeeming, but had no idea that's what it was about. No yeah. idea.
0: And see, I've known that for a while, but, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, in the end, they end up meeting up with each other. But the fact of the matter is, you know, they're cheating cheaters who
1: cheat. Yeah, they're just, they're not a happy couple.
0: <laughs> not at they all. They just
1: happen to like pina coladas and they love to bang in the rain. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, so that's what we're going to be exploring today is uh, music lyrics that have maybe a hidden meaning or you didn't quite realize what they were talking about upon second listening. With a segment that I call, as I mentioned, Say Woo! All right, the first one is from the movie Frozen. It's the song Love is an Open Door. And uh, user TapDog submitted this, said, Once it's revealed that Hans is the villain, you realize that he was singing about the opportunity for a power grab, not for a happy romance to end his loneliness. And if you think about it, that is what it's it's talking about. You know, it's not. Yeah. The prince saves the princess type story. He's looking for an open door to conquer.
1: I'm opening the door and I'm going to rule because you suck and I freaking rule. <laughs> All right, moving on with Say What?
0: Music Lyric Edition. Tony, the next song from uh, submitted by user Amy b 49 de The song is Cotton Eye Joe by The Rednecks. If you had remember to a, that. Yep. guess at what that song was about, what would you guess?
1: It's about an old man with missing teeth. His name's Joe and he's got cotton eyes. Like he got, he like, he's like, "Keep me in, I got a little cotton, man. I got cotton milk, man. <laughs> I know it's not about that though.
0: Oh, I wish it was that tame. Apparently, Cotton Eye Joe is about an STI. <laughs> now that I know that, the song makes perfect sense. So, uh Gross.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> where? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 To listen to that one now. And, and, yeah.
1: Well, and they have an old man dancing in overalls in the video. Yeah. Well. i did you come from, Cotton I never liked that song, even when it was popular.
0: Gives me chills.
1: Hated right, it then. Let's keep moving on with Say What
0: music lyric edition. Uh, One of my least favorite performers, but got included on the list, included from user Holly R47D. Apparently, the song Homecoming by Kanye West says, like, eight years after it came out, I figured out it was about Chicago and not about a girl. Uh, Apparently, he's singing about a town as if it were a girl, not a girl, nothing overly facetious or, or, you know odd about it just you know it happened to uh translate uh town to girl
1: oh i think i have a clip of that song here um oh, da, 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 da. i don't so never mind <laughs> i was like i was looking oh there it is here here's homecoming by kanye oh 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 good good
0: sounds about good right song
1: yeah good song <laughs>
0: Let's keep rolling on with "Say what? Music Lyric Edition uh, Tony, have you had a chance to check out Hamilton, the Broadway musical on Disney Plus yet?
1: No, nah, I have no desire to watch it I hear good things about it, but I have no interest
0: I was kind of the same way Had the boys out last summer, I want to say And uh, they were interested, so we watched it It's long, we cut it up into you know two segments And, and watched it that way Turned out being better than I expected, but apparently the song lyric from uh, submitted from Mermaid04 says, uh, We fought with him. Me, I died for him. Me, I loved him. From uh, Hamilton. They said, It took me several months after initially watching Hamilton to recognize the double meanings here. Hercules, Mulligan, and Lafayette fought beside Hamilton and Madison and Jefferson, the same actors in Act 2, fought against him. Lawrence died for a cause Hamilton supported, and Philip died defending his honor. Eliza and Angelica were in love with him. Peggy loved him as a brother, and Maria was in love with him. So if you can untangle that whole love triangle thing, uh, it's basically exactly that. A love triangle that uh, played out probably more dramatically through the play than how it occurred in real life.
1: Yep, still no interest in watching that. (laughs) good to know though good to know after that whole explanation you don't want to see it nope it's kind of like uh in the heights have no desire to ever watch it nope Nope.
0: me neither let's keep rolling on say what music lyric edition all right this from uh, user mstina11 are you familiar
1: with the britney spears song if you seek amy actually no i'm familiar with some But not that one.
0: Me neither. But apparently, this person says, my best friend and I were too young to understand it. They thought she was looking for Amy because they hate each other and she wanted to fight her. I thought Amy was her sexy alter ego and that she wanted someone to bring out. I listened to the song again as a teenager and just laughed and laughed once. I understood what she was very obviously spelling. I don't know Hmm. what she
1: was spelling. I don't know. Um A, she didn't uh, obviously get along with her it's Britney,
0: bitch. yeah and uh, you know people when you submit these things go ahead and spell it out we don't want to have to listen to the whole song to try and figure out what
1: you're yeah what, what did she say oh I know what she's saying I like turtles yeah, it's, it's what she was saying
0: nailed it yep. all right uh, moving on say what music lyric edition this submitted from Holly Smith three oh, Holly. Okay. it is your it's your love tone She said Abigail gave everything she had to a boy who changed his mind from the song 15 by Taylor Swift. I never knew this was about Abigail losing her virginity to a boy who didn't care until a couple years ago. When I first realized it, I cried even harder to the song than I already did. If a Taylor Swift song is making you cry, maybe move
1: on. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) I don't know the 15 one. I I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22 heard
0: that one when it comes to taylor swift other than the fact she looks just like napoleon dynamite well, gosh give me some dots <laughs> <laughs> oh with that let's keep rolling on with say what? music lyric edition submitted by njb 99 the song is who knew by pink i'm familiar with some of her music The song is about her friend dying of a drug overdose, but all this time I thought it was about a falling, uh, sorry, a failing relationship and breaking up. Boy, was I wrong. Lyrics like if someone said three years from now, you'd be long gone. Makes it feel a little bit different now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not breaking up from a date. It is uh, the ultimate long gone.
1: Yep. Uh, You're coming back. We're going to reunite in five years. It's going to be great.
0: (laughs) Oh, moving on. This one. Say what? Music lyric edition. Have you ever heard of the band Tiny Meat Gang? Nope. Me neither. Apparently, the lyric is, call me Thor, because she want my effing hammer, Loki, from Broke Bitch by Tiny Meat Gang. Again, that lyric is, call me Thor, because she want my effing hammer, Loki. Makes sense for, uh, obviously, the Disney Plus movies. but yeah. Stargirl64 says, I missed it the first time I heard it, but now it's the line I shout out when I hear it. Um, okay. All right. I'll probably never, ever, ever hear that song again.
1: Uh, or never. Or to begin with. Never, never heard of it. Uh, didn't sound uh, Didn't sound like something I'd want to listen to. Well, beep, no. beep. <laughs> somebody, somebody came rolling by, by and honked the horn. Beep, beep. They're they their own sound effects. They are. They want their own effing hammer out there. Local. Exactly.
0: Let's keep rolling on. Say what? Music lyric edition. Here's a song I know you're familiar with. The song is "Slide" by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. And the uh, user Damian Thomas fifteen says it's actually about a teenage girl in a strict Catholic environment who is pregnant. She and her boyfriend are debating abortion or marriage. Boy, that's some uh, heavy lyrics, especially when you're, uh, you know, listening to '90s Nostalgia Night at uh, the local pub.
1: Wow, did not know that's what that was about. I always thought it, I didn't really know what Slide was about. I I didn't either. It was like an upbeat '90s Goo Goo doll song, and uh, just kind of thought they were sliding along. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, the the tone of the song doesn't necessarily reflect the content of the song, and. Like I said, a little heavier than I expected.
1: Isn't that uh, the one where it says wanna wanna run away and get married? Or something like that in there? So I think yeah. so. All right. See, finally, that was an upbeat song. Jeez. Yeah. Finally here on Say
0: What? Music Lyric Edition, a song I know you're familiar with. The song is Unchained by Van Halen. Mm, yes. Submitted Ironically
1: by- enough, yesterday I wore a Van Halen shirt. Today it's Metallica, yesterday it was Van Halen.
0: There you go. Submitted by Caesar Four F nine says, Hey man, that suit is you. Woo. you'll get some leg tonight for sure. Tell us how you do who, who, who come on, Dave, give me a break. And then the songs break comes in. Got me so good when I realized it. Um, again, explain what you were surprised by with the lyrics yeah. because most yeah. Van Halen songs are about getting busy.
1: Yeah. Well in on that one I think what he probably meant was that whole thing was ad lib. That wasn't supposed to be in the song. They just kept it in there. Well like that was just Dave being a freestylist in the studio and they liked the take, so they just kept it they kept it in there. That's that's behind that lyric. But as far as uh get some leg tonight for sure, yeah, that's getting getting laid legit. Like you're you're gonna you're dressed nice, you're ready to roll, man.
0: Exactly. Well, folks, that does it for this segment. When we come back, we're rounding out the week with this day in history. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, and we made it to the final segment, not only of the show, but the week as well. It's been a fun week of shows, but uh, needless to say, if you missed a portion of this show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god?
1: I am a god, you dull creature. Okie dokie Loki. no loki is a god god of of mischief right
0: exactly with glorious purpose well folks while you're there be sure to subscribe that way you always have the latest episode leave a review let us know what you
1: think and tell your friends because why tony sharing is caring like subscribe share it on your insta your twitter your facebook your google your everywhere you can your tiktok your your yeah tiktok it yeah (laughs) <laughs> turtles? Did you say turtles? I said chortle. I like turtles. I like turtles.
0: <laughs> well, folks, as we like to do at the end of each show, drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. the, the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with
1: your on the beat, Christian Phoenix.
0: Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking things off this day in 1155, Pope Adrian IV crowns Frederick the I Barbosa. Roman German Emperor, and I don't know about if you're looking at this picture tone. Looks like they kind of didn't finish his crown. It's just- they didn't.
1: They just got the base helmet. It looks like the top of a penis. It's a penis helmet right there. And Barbosa, mid <laughs> Jack Sparrow, and my crown. Moving on. Barbosa this- accent, by the way.
0: This day in 1541, Irish Parliament selects Henry VIII of England. As king of Ireland, as well, of course, you know, famously chomping down on that turkey leg and beheading turkey leg
1: Renaissance Festival, nineteen eighty-five, when Loki and the TVA appeared. Why do you have red solo cups? I have a turkey leg. <laughs> yeah, watch Loki to get that one. Exactly. Moving on. This day
0: in sixteen eighty-two, the Quaker oats guy William Penn founds Philadelphia, Stary. U.S. <laughs>
1: It, doesn't he? He looks like... Yeah, he guy. looks just like the Quaker Road guy, which reminded me of the episode of Rugrats when Chucky e. Finster was... The quick road I can't do it. He always sounds so nicely. Hey, Thomas. The Quaker guy scares me.
0: Can't say I've like, seen that one.
1: Terrible Chucky e. Finster, man. Terrible. <laughs> All,
0: All right, right, rolling on to this day in 1815. Don't get that prop ready, because this is what... Uh, blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's try that again. Let's it is do it. Battle of Waterloo: Napoleon and France defeated by British forces under Wellington and Prussian troops under Blücher. We all know how Napoleon drowned his sorrows by heading over to Pharaohs for that wiggly wiggly trough.
1: Excellent! Excellent. <laughs> oh man, that was fun.
0: Oh, that was a tough one to get through. It's oh.
1: hot as f up in
0: this. I know. I think the heat's getting to us.
1: It's hot. It's hot. This is on. 1847.
0: American photographer Thomas Martin Easterly takes the earliest known photograph of lightning using the daguerreotype process in St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Ride the lightning, shall we?
0: And I love if you look at this picture, it looks like somebody just scribbled on a piece of paper.
1: It's That's all it is. It's lightning! It's apparently. frightening! And it's so overly tightening.
0: <laughs> Rolling on this day in 1873, the ghost from uh, the library in <laughs> Ghostbusters, also known as Susan B. Anthony, <laughs> is finding is fined $100, $2,200 by today's value, for voting for U.S. president in Rochester, New York. She refused refused to pay, and no further action was taken against her. It is.
1: This is the flipping ghost from Ghostbusters.
0: The funny thing is, you mentioned that before we started the segment, and I can't not see it now.
1: It's there! And then the part... Oh, it's hot as... Up
0: in this pitch. We're getting silly on this Friday morning. It's
1: a hot. Roll
0: well, on. This day in 1938, <laughs> Babe Ruth is signed as a Dodgers coach for the rest of the season. What? I didn't know he was ever a coach. I mean, it sounds I like- didn't, I didn't know
1: that either. Season. And on the Dodgers? Wolf, well, they would have been the Brooklyn Dodgers, so right. it would have kept it still East Coast. But if you're going to play for the Dodgers or even coach for them, they are the Yankees of the West. Which, I'm jealous. Mike and Lacey are going, our friends at Yenders are going to a Dodger game next week. Are they really? Lacey, if you don't know about it, act surprised.
0: Yeah, and get a Dodger dog. They're delicious.
1: Dodger dog! Rolling on this day in 1941.
0: (laughs) Joe Lewis knocks out Billy Kahn in 13 for the heavyweight
1: boxing title. Down goes Kahn! Kahn! 13 titles. It's hot.
0: I'm glad you went for nuts. the uh, the Star Trek con reference yeah, as well.
1: I tried because I think we've covered the con before.
0: Yep. <laughs> Rolling on this day in 1967 is the closing day of the Monterey International Pop Festival in Southern California. First major U.S. appearances of Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, The Who, and Otis Redding. That would have been a hell of a festival to see.
1: Oh, yeah. Welcome to the MIP Festival. MIP featuring Jimi Hendrix and the Experience, Janice Joplin, the Who, and Otis Redding. MIP 1967.
0: And Otis Redding doesn't exactly fit that lineup, but no, uh, like he's performer.
1: one, he's also in there. <laughs>
0: All right, let's keep moving on this day in 1977. The Sex Pistols' Johnny Rotten Paul Cook are beaten and robbed by a London pub. The way it's written is it sounds like the London pub beat them up, but I assume it was adjacent to.
1: Yeah. Oof, they don't sound very uh, pistol-y if they got their butts kicked,
0: huh? Nope. it sounded What like was a- Sid
1: Vicious and all that? Right. Sounds like a little anarchy
0: in the UK there.
1: Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, good pun. <laughs>
0: Rolling on this day in 1980, 80, boy, 80, we—it's the end of the show. It's what. <laughs> Let's see if I can uh, pronounce this correctly. Nope. Indian human computer. Shakuntala Devi sets a world
1: unau- sh- sh-
0: Sets a world record by mentally multiplying two random thirteen digit numbers in 28 seconds. I won't even give the example of what she answered because it's too many damn. Ze
1: one, zero one zero one zero one zero
0: one zero one Nailed it. This day in 1983, the seventh shuttle mission Challenger 2 launches Sally Wright as the first US. woman in space. Ride Saturday.
1: Sally Ride, R- Ride Road to Space that on a riding it. rocket.
0: Uh, moving on, this day in 1991, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Single released by Brian Adams is the Billboard Song of the Year in 1991. And Tony, what movie was that associated with?
1: Robin Hood and the Prince of Thieves.
0: I got to tell and- you, re- rewatch that movie about a week ago totally holds up.
1: Good. I, you know, it's funny. Is yesterday on the way to work, I was listening to, I think, just a classic rock station, and that song came on, and I was like, "Damn, I remember I used to really love that song." Yep,
0: that was one of the songs made that made me was,
1: think of a girl a couple doors down from my house.
0: There you go. It was way overplayed in its time. It went away, and now hearing it is kind of a nice little special treat.
1: It's a good song.
0: Yep. Moving on this day in 1996, Ted Kaczynski is suspected of being the Unabomber, uh, is indicted on 10 criminal counts. And obviously, uh, you know, in this picture, you can see why he wore the hood and the glasses uh, because he was
1: interesting. He looked like like a guy that we covered on Florida Man yesterday that was just trying to go to Cuba driving 1.21 gigawatts 88 miles per hour. will get you to Cuba by smoking crack and wearing a hoodie. Oh, great. God!
0: (laughs) Speaking of getting up to 88 miles an hour or faster, this day in 2001, the Fast and the Furious film directed by Rob Cohen, starring Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, and Michelle Rodriguez premieres.
1: Ironically enough, today, Fast 9 is out. So you got the technically the 11th film in the franchise, but it's uh, out today, so fitting. Is it really? I wonder, yeah, yeah
0: interesting i did not know
1: interesting that. wait i lied ah! rewind it comes out friday i'm just covering it for jimmy's show this week next friday but, well, yeah not but there. it's out next friday yeah i'm a little off there
0: fair enough all right well folks rounding out the week we like to drop a few holidays for the day Holiday!
1: where are we talking?
0: obviously celebrate for instance today is autistic pride day Again, oh yeah, oh yeah. Today is go fishing day. If that's something you like to do, not my.
1: Favorite. I like turtles. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's one for you, Tony. It's International Panic Day.
1: I panicked this god dang hot.
0: It is International Picnic Day. You can panic Ooh. while at a picnic.
1: Yep, nope, I'll be
0: at work. It is International Sushi Day. No, I'm good. It is national day of prayer for law enforcement. It is national flip-flop day, national splurge day, ugliest dog day, work at home father's day,
1: ugly bitch day.
0: And finally, national take back the lunch break day. So take back your lunch break. 30 minutes of fun.
1: It's hot.
0: And join us back here on Monday. See y'all See you
1: then Monday, folks. And and have a have
0: good weekend.